Hello and welcome to Wrestle Opinionated. This is our weekly show all about the shows of AEW. We are your hosts. I am Morg and this is... Now actually older than Mo, Matt Strange. And this is... (laughs) (laughs) Mo Halden. We can't fire him this week. Uh, <laughs> I put all this effort in. <laughs> that is a winner. You have ju- you have just won. What have you been up to this week, guys? Anything interesting? I had my birthday. Happy birthday. That was nice. Thanks. It was yesterday. Uh, I played some little car game, with toy car war games, and I watched a lot of Power Rangers. So uh, only the original series. I'm uh, I'm not weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would that would be crazy. <laughs> And appearances of Tommy in, like, the other 72 seasons. So, yeah, good week for me. What, what have you two been up to? <gasps> Painting your you fucking may... face. <laughs> yeah, this took a week. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it. Um, I, I may have gone into the deep, dark recesses of the internet for all things Danhausen. I say all things. All things bar his actual wrestling. <laughs> My new really favourite really... wrestler, and I've never seen a match. <laughs> He's blatantly the best thing ever. Just one second all going, slowly I've becoming just, indie shit. I just realised I've left the door open and there's a big light right behind me. I'll be right back. Org is escaping the Shadow Realm, viewers. Uh, oh, no. No, he's been trapped. Re-trapped in the Shadow Realm. <laughs> it also stops the cat from um, invading. Right, this is actually the lightest. This, this is the lightest the Shadow Realm has been since I've been on. I know. It's, it's normally a lot darker. I know. It's got Artorius' covenant to reduce the uh, hollowing effect. Right, welcome to my Dark Souls podcast. (laughs) This may be the first time you've listened to our podcast, and as such, or watched us on Twitch, and as such, you would need to know that we have a tier system, which is how we give our ranks for the individual matches of Dynamite and and Rampage, and an overall score. Mr. Strange, are you ready? I am ready. Tier list, you all know it. Letters in order, saying if a match is good or bad. Like Dave Meltzer's star scale, except it's not biased if you're in the Tokyo zone. Our lowest ranked match, this is a bad match. Bad story, short, squashed, awful, we don't care for it, is a D. It's the lowest ranked match. Like Billy, the Blue Ranger, the shittest of the Power Rangers. If I would, I fucking ace him. He's, he's so annoying. Anyway, from there we go up to a C. It's a good match. We know enough story. We know why they're there. It's good in the ring. The promo section is good. We get over the character. Like Zack and Trini, the two standard Power Rangers who are in the team. Lovely. A B-rank match. Just tighter in the ring. We definitely know the story. We don't watch any botches. We care that they're there. We don't just know why they're there. The promo section explains the character. We understand the heart of who they are. Like understanding Kimberly, the Pink Ranger. That's some of the most story out of all of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers I've discovered. A! A is... Except when they get turned into punks. A! A is the top of what we should expect from standard wrestling. We know why they're there. We know the story in. We know the story out. They tell a story in the ring. Probably means I have to change one of my ranks as I'm going through this. Um, the promo section completely gets the character over. You go, fuck, I want to know where their store is going. It's wonderful work that embodies what wrestling is meant to be. Like Jason, the Red Ranger, who's been in three series, and goes, ha and is basically what a Power Ranger is. Yes, magical rare matches, storytelling monuments, cinematic pieces, undead wizards, biker gangs, luchas, ninja... <laughs> luchadors... Ninjas, 
Cowboys in stadiums, or just wonderful pieces of storytelling of like brother against brother, or just a moment which really gives you the entire heart and soul of wrestling beyond what the basic is. Something which we will show to your friends to explain why it's cool. Like every possible fucking scene to do with Power Rangers with Jason David Franken. The S-rank match, the golden representative in Power Rangers 4, is obviously the original Green Ranger, who's been in like 27 seasons. And the role-playing game fucking podcast. So D, shitty, Billy, fuck him. C, standard Power Rangers, good. B, very good. Awesome, Kimberly, I fancied her as a kid. A, what a wrestling match should entirely be about. Jason the Red Ranger and S, magical things that transcend the sport itself, like Jason David Frank, who basically just is the Green Ranger in real life. Ooh. Thank you very much. This is, this, this is very weird because I have a new setup, so I have Twitch over here on a different screen, and it slightly lags, and I can see Strange waving at things. <laughs> and a couple of seconds later, Strange waves at things again in the other corner. Um, right, moving on. News. What have you got for us, Mr. Strange? Because you seem to have all the news this week. Well, firstly, the most uh, interesting part I've heard talked about was Brian Kendrick was uh, announced for Dynamite and cancelled from Dynamite on the same day because he was caught in a video from some years ago, so he might have grown as a person. And I always believe that people should you know, be given that chance to grow, spouting all of my favourite conspiracy theories. Uh, the only one he didn't believe was Bigfoot, which was weird to me. Fucking space... Yeah, Space people, fucking aliens, lizards, ice fortresses, no Bigfoot. It touched the Holocaust one, though. He, he also is a Sandy Hook disbeliever. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That was a different video. <laughs> I do hope he has grown since then. It was some years back, but rightfully he was taken off the show. He hasn't been kicked out of AEW or anything. They're quite good at sending people off to rehab or to learn better. Lots of people say dumb shit when they're kids and people should have the chance to grow. But it was 100% the right choice to go, no. No. I feel really, bad, be... having this, I feel really bad having this makeup on and discussing something serious now. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mo, let's talk about the Holocaust. <laughs> no, thanks, Ray. No, let's not. I'll speed on to other news then. Uh... A huge Tony Khan announcement on this coming Dynamite. Uh, apparently the Forbidden Door is opening to somewhere we don't expect and will then slam shut forever. So it's presumably a WWE person. Lots of the internet is, as Morgan informed me on a Reddit thread, people were very excited about the chance of it being trips. <laughs> Paul Levesque. It would be fucking awesome. What's he doing in the Impact Zone? Uh, the ones I've seen mostly laughing about it is obviously Shane O'Mac, which would make me pit. They're, those are the... Uh, there are three people I would allow from WWE because I'm getting fucking sick of it. Because, you know, how do you win the Wednesday Night War? Do you win it with the people who've helped you win it thus far or by taking the people who lost it to you and bringing them to your show? Just saying. Uh, there is Just an argument. Saying. There is an argument for booking those people correctly. Just oh, I haven't every Just to play week. devil's advocate. It's what, the most over man on the roster? Well now. <laughs> well now. 
But Three anyway, yeah, you're three people. Big, big trips. Because he, he blatantly loves wrestling. And don't get me wrong, the reign of terror and shit was bad. But he has helped a lot of these... Now we have to watch NXT. He's trained a load of them, so he might as well come. Do Shane O'Mac, because I'd piss. I would laugh so much, it would be the best thing ever. And obviously, third place, Lance Catamaran. In the Lance Catamaran gimmick. <laughs> I like to imagine they're tiny little men. Uh, that's obviously Big Match John. Uh, the peacemaker. He's not coming, but I'd love it. It would be amazing. Are you guys excited for another member of the roster? Depends who it is. I mean, you know, I, I appreciate, you know, as I always say, yes, I'm a big CM Punk mark. I, I'm a big fan of his, etc. That, that was the moment. Big times. Yeah, but that was the moment that they, I can't see them. To, the only way you're topping that is if you bring in Triple H. I don't even think Shane with all the... Current, oh, no, Shane's awful. But yeah, I'd with all, I'm also with the current back. I think the only way you're tro- you're topping Punk is bringing Triple H. And if you're bringing Triple H in, there's this whole oh, bring him into feud with Cody. Fuck off. If you want to bring Triple H in for a feud, you're bringing him into feud with Punk. Most, most that's not the in money agreement. feud. That's some real fucking real world hatred shit. Yeah. Because him and Cody don't really actually fucking hate each other that much. Not like him and Punk. Yeah. Um, like Triple H my, fired Punk on his wedding day. My my general feeling is um, there's, there has been some um, backstage lizard people, billionaires, uh, bet thing gone on. Uh, Vince McMahon's lost a bet and he's got to appear on, uh, <laughs> <laughs> on Dynamite. That's why that door's getting slammed. I'd be like... <laughs> Oh, Tez is, is that, four, is that oh. now four on your list, Strange? Yeah, you know? there it is, mate. <laughs> right. Uh, any other news? Uh, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Uh. <laughs> so, um, social media. Uh, I can announce that you watched it. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, I, I'm, go on, I, I'm quite happy to do it. Um, I can't believe it was WrestleTalk or Parts of Unknown. WrestleTalk. It, it was WrestleTalk. Uh, I mean, I want to send you the link. Um, had an interview with Eddie Kingston. Uh, it was a live stream with Eddie Kingston. Oh, it was brilliant. It was, I came in at one of the really sort of Eddie moments when it was a bit sort of sad and dark for a moment, but not, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't miserable dark, but, you know, talk, talking about one of the Eddie heartfelt moments I came in at. God, it was good. He's a lovely man. He is so lovely. Having met him. Edward, as I'm allowed to call him. Close friends. Uh, <laughs> I've actually about the time to watch it. I like Eddie. He's uh, very relatable and lovely. <laughs> Almost like he taught you some wrestling. He did teach me some wrestling. Just a little bit of wrestling the one time. And then two weeks later he was on Dynamite. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> right. No. Wrestling. It's that time. It's time for What Did We Think of Dynamite? did we think of Dynamite? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, right, uh, Dynamite opens with JR, Shivoni and Excalibur on commentary. We open straight away with Mox versus Wheeler Utah with Orange Cassidy and the greatest wrestler in the world, Dan Harrison. Fucking Mox. <laughs> uh, Mox wins yeah. at the paradigm shift. I'm going to leave that there. Yeah. Because I think the next bit is a different segment. What did you guys think of the match, and what score did you give it? 
Right, taking into uh, consideration this was an improv match, because obviously it was meant to be up against old uh, lizard people Brian Kendrick. This came out of nowhere. I really enjoyed this. I think it was really good. Uh, improv match out of nowhere. We had lots of actual wrestling at the start. They did grapples and wrist control and wrestling, which I like. Um, and Yuta wasn't just being squashed. Uh, he actually put in a, he put in a reasonable showing. Uh, there were a few slips in some of the moves, uh, but it was on the fly. Yuta's a little bit more inexperienced. We got a big back rake, which I gave a huge pop for, but then he did some of his mock headbutts, and they're fucking awful. Uh, Danhausen's curse to Yuta's leap off the screen was wonderfully timed. It's not often I actually like a you know, unprepared dive, but it did well. Great little sequence of exchanges and counters near the end. So it had a slower start, a good end, was hurt by the dead crowd. They didn't give a fuck. I gave it a good C. I think it was a nice, solid match. I had a good time. I I had a weird one on this. My um, scoring sort of does this <laughs> throughout the match. <laughs> really weird. Obviously, Dan Housen come out, so it's an automatic, you know, it's an A for a beginning. Um... Did very little other than a single curse, obviously. And I, I know there's some real-life uh, friendship between him and uh, Orange Cassidy and stuff, isn't there? Which sort of yeah. explains why he's coming out with him. I just want to kind of see him on his own at the beginning, though. I didn't, I want, him to, I didn't want him to join the best friends of losing. That worries me. <laughs> for what's Ah, the best there. friends will pull it back. They're like the immune half-face, win-sometimes-jobbery team in the middle. He'll be fine. Yeah, I know. I know, I know, but still, it's a little worrying. A little worrying. Um, so I initially thought this was, like, the, the first sort of two minutes, I was like, ah, he's getting squashed, because he did get his arse handed to him for a, a chunk at the beginning. Um, so I, I'd already written D. <laughs> two, two minutes in, I'd already written, yeah. like, ah, shit. Um, but no, um, like you said, it, it all of a sudden sort of turned around and actually become a really good match. I, I actually enjoyed it. The last sort of um, the last sort of five minutes of it was actually pretty damn good. There was a there was a weird sort of standing bulldog onto the the side of the apron that was brutal looking. It was really cool. Um, the the van uh, van Danhausen is not Danhausen. <laughs> slightly different. Uh, the Danhausen curse. Perfectly timed, like you said, the leap. Absolutely great. Um, is Mox going to open Dynamite forever now? This is the third time in a row. I know it's a, uh, it's a great little entrance. I think, you know, obviously walking I, through the crowd, it gets people G'd up, although the crowd were a bit shit. I think um, it's to remind him he's hard. Yeah, it's also... not seen in a while. The, um, it's, and when you're doing the crowd walkthrough, it is actually quite useful to stick him on early. Mm. But, yeah... Um, uh, what score did you give it? I ended up giving it a C. It was a good match. It was good. Solid. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it brought it back. So it got a high C from me, and my exact notes are, it's just a good match. It was just good. Yeah, just, just what you want. We just enjoyed it. And it was creeping towards that. I wasn't sure whether I should be high C, low B, but I don't think it had quite the story to get into the B. Uh, well, it was an improv, wasn't it? it was, yeah. Um... So then, Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson uh, comes out <laughs> and asks Mox to team up and form a new faction. What did you guys think of this? And did and, see, I, I'm tempted to separately score this because I did. 
Uh, I've separately scored this, and I've just reminded of something else which has happened on Twitter, which is all of the younger wrestlers like Lee Moriarty, some of the people training in their dojo like uh, Kid Bandit and stuff, have all just started posting that they want to join the AEW Cobra Kai dojo. Uh, uh, yeah, call it that as well. Yeah, B-Dan knows what we want, and he's st- this promo was just him being an anime villain. Uh, and I watch a lot of anime, and he, goes, he came out with, eh, let's fight him, but we could be together, and I was like, yes! He, he did a hero promo, face turn, over some of the younger dudes, quite subtly and nicely as well, good lad. And it set some story seeds. Um, uh, I, I gave it a C. It was good. I want to know where it goes. I like the character work. I, I had a good time. I didn't rate it any higher because I want to see it. Go. Moxie did some great facial expressions at the camera. Yeah. It was good. I, I'm excited for Cobra Kai AEW, my new face faction. Yeah, Morg, you always wanted me to like a face. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually give it a high C. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Because there was that combination of putting people over, all the young stars and stuff. Even even the guy that literally just got beaten got a good rub at the yeah, end. Of it. Yeah. You know, really really nice. He also was putting down the the faces and the weirdness of AEW by putting down Luchasaurus and um, Sammy and that. I I thought it was really really well constructed. Mox made it, <laughs> like you said, yeah. with the faces. What about Dean Dan looking at the gates at the end? Like... Yeah. <laughs> And they never showed which one he walked through. Oh, wonderful. No, brilliant. Yeah, I gave it a high C. I'm, oh, I'm very interested. Yeah. Very interested. I, 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 take, I, I take your, your C, I take your high C, and I raise you a B. This was fucking brilliant. Uh, oh, yeah, nice. I do. Now, I think one of the reasons, I, and I said this to the rap at the time, so a couple of weeks ago, uh, Brian comes out and he's looking at Mox, and I turned to him and said, you know what? I didn't know that I wanted Daniel Bryan versus, sorry, Brian Danielson versus Mox until you did this. And then I didn't know I wanted a faction with Mox and Brian Danielson until you did this. Yeah! And I think I want that more. Um, I imagine. Cooper Kai AW is dying. Well, I'm wondering whether they're going to go and try and pick another X Dub Z guy, actually, and do an NWO, is what I'm wondering. I'm just, I, hope not. I, I can see you going, Matt, but yeah. But I do a sort of an NWO type thing. I don't know. I um, would be more I would be more interested if they were to do an NWO in inverted commas, that it's someone from a different company, not Doug. Not yeah, I, like a ring of on. Well, this is where the, so I was expecting Brian to start sort of appearing at punk matches. Now, if they went down the dubsy we're from over there route, that would be Punk's heel turn, because that would be nuclear heat for him to go all pro dubsy What if their third member is actually Triple H? Oh, my God. <laughs> Just saying. Um, yeah, I no. don't know how I'd react genuinely. I know how shit Lord Strange would react. I don't know how my actual core spirit that hides under this would react. So, well, I think we're going to have to wait for that yeah. one. I'm hoping that it turns into, it actually turns into a faction. Um, they need more factions. It keeps more people involved, especially when they want to apparently have 700 that members was the other of the fucking roster. On social media, which was a part of the known video that Tempest yeah. did, uh, which was why AEW needs more factions, and it's a really clever video. It's got a nice <laughs> twist to it. Um, 
All right. <laughs> I'll watch that because that's actually really good. Okay, uh, moving on from there, we had a Punk MJF video segment. Um, yeah, it's wrestling. Cinem- they're good at cinematic trailers. We've right, covered this every now, time. I, I, I'm going to give my score first on this because. <laughs> yeah, so Brandy Rhodes in ring promo. Dan Lambert and Men of the Year interrupt. Then. MMA lady whose name I didn't write down because I... So this promo was either a D or an S. And I cannot decide. (laughs) (laughs) There were moments in it when I was going, but that's really good. That's like really... And then it was like, but God, it's awkward. (laughs) Suddenly we had the Cody verse because it's fucking inescapable like Adam Cole having a match. Uh, On the other hand... Brandy does at least love being a heel. I rip as much as Brandy's segments always seem to fucking flop on every other one. She has good mic skills. She's got a good attitude about her. She's actually very good at being a heel. Uh, and she loved the booze, which was nice. Then Boomer Man came out and he got the pop, and I was like, "Fucking Boomer Man!" and the crowd slowed everything they could say by chanting over everything as opposed to talking over or using a non-rhythm. It just fucking cost it. Then they said face and heel again, which I always kind of hate. Because it'd be like watching Star Wars and then you know, Luke goes, oh, I'm not going to turn into a baddie though. And then carry on. You know, I don't like the words face and heel being used in character from the actors on the television sitcom I'm watching. Um, yes, the actors. Uh, then the MMA lady came out. She's the only one from American Top Team who loved being in it last time uh, because the other one said it was stupid and she hates wrestlers who could beat them all up. But that, can't remember her name. She was the one who had her boobs out a bit more last time. But she's back. It looks like they've sort of classed her up a bit for this storyline. Not, not in an insulting way. Look how you want to look. But, you know, I didn't go, ooh, titties, as she ran out. Uh, no, it was... I wrote okay as my review. Not like as in that was okay, as in okay, that was a thing that just happened on my television. So you're between a D and an S, I'm saying it's not an S, I'm going to go to one way round, Mo for the deciding vote. Oh wow, right, okay, so I actually gave this a good score. I, 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 my major issues with it were timing was bullshit. It felt like it went a little bit longer than it should have gone. You're probably right, it was more the crowd probably getting amongst it, and that's what sort of drawn it out a little bit. I actually really felt that Dan Lambert was fucking awesome in this. He was fucking wicked. Um, We've heard him uh, a lot, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know. I, I, what was it you said? I've got it written down here. Uh, it's going to go down in a glorious fireball of cancel culture. That made me pop, and I don't know why. It was fucking great. I loved it. And he said some fucking nasty shit to her as well. <laughs> it was it was wicked. I I... I gave this a low B. I really enjoyed it. I kind of wasn't really bothered when uh, Paige Van Sant came out and then the, the locker That's room... name! The, the locker room cleared out. Um, that... Yeah, yeah. That was very much like kids at school. No, 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 hold me back. Oh, I'm going to come and get... That took it away from higher for me. He's given it a B. You've given it a D or an S. I wrote down It's not an S, but I mean, yeah, it's not an S. I just couldn't, I I really couldn't make a decision. I'm going to give it a C. I think that's fair. We we have a mix of opinions. 
It's average wrestling. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> It's so average, no one can agree on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we then had an Andrade and Hardy family promo. Any thoughts? Only good thing in this was when Asaya went for the fist bump and was left hanging, and the little sister popped up and just went boop, and then disappeared <laughs> off again. Uh, otherwise, I'm tempted to... Act. I'm not going to rank it. It was a nothing burger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't rank it because it was so... It was just a setup for a match. So we then had Kings of the Black Throne versus Death Triangle, specifically represented by Penta and Pac with Alex Abrahantes. The Kings win with Dante's Inferno. Thoughts and scores. What hands it's up? So I missed something. No, no, I'm just quickly interrupting. I put it out. I wasn't, wasn't going to interrupt you while you're speaking. That's what I normally do. Another quick question. I had one of these about these guys uh, a couple of weeks ago. They had Knights of the Black Throne when they were being announced as Kings of the Black Throne. Never trust AEW to, to, you know, the multi-billion dollar company to ever get any sound or visual thing wrong. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, just, you just put up with this. Yeah. We used to like, this. Oh, I was just like, oh, they changed their name again. Oh, no, they've been called Kings. What the fuck is going on? Kings well, is better. <laughs> All their editing teams are just out there on the YTS scheme for their GCSE, so I wouldn't worry about it. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I've written down Hob. I don't even know what that's meant to mean. I was probably had a witty nickname for them, but it's gone. Right, uh, Brody needs something cooler than his mouth bandana. I'm opening with that. Get him a scary mempo. You can get him off Etsy for like 30 quid. You're a rich martial artist, man. Get on it. Uh... And and Pat came out blindfolded, and I was like, <laughs> and then they put him in the ring with this big anime entrance. He did the anime dodging thing, and I knew he had to be able to see. But my little fucking weeb soul and my little missing of Lucha Underground was like, he's keeping blind to be the coolest fucking shit on the planet. <laughs> But it was a ruse, and I booed, but it realistically has to be, because he's stupid. He did his dodging, fighting, fucking thing, blindfolded, though, and it was sick, because Pac's one of my favourite wrestlers, he's amazing. Then he ate all of the heel heat for the, uh, basically, era of the next part of the fight. Uh, break ends, giving Pac 10 hit points back, so he can give Penta a really solid hot tag, to be fair, really nice. Um... Pack versus Malachi after that was really nice, with Malachi always out-striking Pack, but Pack out-wrestling him, which actually showed me their differences in the rings as exceptional wrestlers, which I thought was nice. Penta versus Brody was just a fun, nice back-and-forth rook of, you know, two chonky boys. And Dante's Inferno is one of the coolest finishers I've seen, and its name is Great. Um, a story in the ring... Story going in, story to come back out, and a good match. If I was just reading on the match itself, it would probably be a C, but with all the story work, I'll give it a B. Right. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I gave I gave it a low B. Um, I didn't give it the full B. I really enjoyed it. I, loved, I was much the same watching uh, the pack bit at the beginning. I was like, I, I love this as a setup. It's so, it's so well done and cheesy all at the same time. But in the just in the right order, the the right amount. I don't know. I absolutely loved it, um, and that helped set up the rest of the match, as far as I'm concerned. Um, I've really, really been looking forward to seeing Pack 
as Pac and not as Neville. Um, just because WWE fucked him yeah. up much <laughs> like he, they do most people. Um, I forgot how much of a fucking badass flyer he is as well when he leapt over the ropes. I don't, I can't, I don't know if it was a suicide or whatever the fuck he did. But he made... over it's a con hero. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but he made... Um, Penta's, because they both did it at the same time, he made Penta look really shit at it. Even though if it was just... If you just saw Penta's one, you'd be like, that was really fucking good. But side by side with uh, Pax, <laughs> fucking fair. I, I really enjoyed this. Um, I can't remember exactly what this is, but I've written a goddamn missile ass drop kick. So I'm presuming Pax <laughs> drop kicks someone in the ass. <laughs> he does do very good drop kicks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I gave oh it no, the issue where uh, they hold the legs and Penta fucking kicks them in the dick slash ass. That was what it there was. You go, I got you, Sam. You know the name of that, though. <laughs> Morg? Uh, so, um, yeah, another low B. Really enjoyed this right. match. Um, I, I don't really have much more to add. Uh, I, to be fair... Um, with you adding the bit about the story, which I hadn't considered in my ranking, yeah. I probably, probably a B. Because yeah. I enjoyed the match to a low B. That's just the match itself. Okay. Whereas all the actual story works. Yeah. The so take into account the story, it's important. It might even have to move oh. to a high B for how much I enjoyed the match. It's going to stick with a B either way. It's going to be a B. Bone, so. But, yeah. but, but now, now we're discussing it, you know, the more... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Then we had. <laughs> are, you, are, are you ready? Are you ready, Mo? We had an Adam Cole backstage promo. What did he say in this promo? What did he say? What did I say he was going to say before the match? Then when he had the match, and now his first promo after the match. And shockingly, this will come up fucking again later. Adam Cole is undefeated because the match, the match was a dark match, and he's going to have a match on Rampage as well. He's a solid promo. I can't hate him for his interjection, how he speaks. He's got. He, he's a good promo, even if I'm sick of him and I don't think he looks much like a wrestler. Uh, he can have a C out of the fact I have to accept the fact he knows how to prefer, uh, present himself for a camera. It brings me so much joy. Your anger fuels me. I gave, it, I gave it a C. It was a nothing thing. It was just a... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've not really... I, I haven't really lost. Of course I've not lost. It was lights out, as you, like you predicted, and 99.999% of the internet did. Um, yeah, yeah, C is what it is. Yeah, it's C. It, it, yeah, it was just a promo. I, I'd almost I'd almost chuck it with the um, the same as the Hardy family one. It yeah, was, nothing I mean, burger. And it, was, it was just, yeah. Then we drawing for getting rid of the stick. Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero versus Ruby Soho. Nyla wins with the Beast Bomb. What did you guys think of the match and what scores did you give it? I've just read over my notes again. This isn't flattering. Um, we get a nice hot, hot start, uh, maintaining a pace between the two of them, and it's very even. Nyla just started feeding Ruby her own shit, and I got bored. And I thought to myself, it's all right, Matthew. Just the break heel heat spot. It'll pop back in a minute. Or you've worked up because you've not been paying as much attention as you could be. 
And then Excalibur said, we're going to the break. And I went, no. Um, JR did during this match suggest that you have to be Irish to do an Irish whip, which is my biggest standout moment of it. Uh, Ruby had a comeback mid-break, and it was very brief. Nyla fucked up flipping her over the ropes. Um, Ruby, is her finisher that Enziguri? I think, I think. Yeah, the no future kick. Yeah. No That's a shit as finisher as the belly to Bailey or whatever it's fucking called. Pick a move. Don't do a transitional move. Don't do a thing that everyone fucking does. Shida added an enziguri called the katana where she did this before to her repertoire. That's shit as well. Get a finisher that looks like a finisher. Anyway, we had a worked botch where she failed to kick Nyla. Uh, some people think it was a real botch, but seeing as she landed in the position to take the scent on, obviously not. Um, I mean, I did get bored and stop taking notes halfway through the match, so it's a D. It was just watching Nyla beat up Ruby for a real long time. Anybody save this match? Oh. I've, I feel like... I feel like I've done Ruby wrong. I was, I've been so, like, pro her and just wanting them to do right by her. And they just don't give a fuck. They've, they gave her an awesome beginning of her turning up. Like, they sounded like they were really going to fucking push her and that. And she just constantly eats shit. Constantly. It doesn't fucking end. It's just raining a torrential downpour of feces for Ruby. He's probably got a lot of wins on dark mode. That's important. Oh, I, I have definitely <laughs> noticed that, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong, though. Uh, like, 15-year-old me had a massive fanboy when fucking Lars was in the crowd and stuff. Yeah, yeah me too. But, yeah, yeah. That, was, that was brilliant. That made it a low C. <laughs> You know what's strange? Yep. I'm back. Captain Positive is back. Ow. <laughs> this, it was, it was a perfectly fine match. God, Ruby can sell, and that's the problem. Yeah. Ruby sold so much that I cared all the way through. I was actually bought in to the beatdown. And I don't have a problem with a drawn-out beatdown. The only thing is, is I do think Ruby probably should have won with an out-of-nowhere, and this just feels a little yeah, bit dangerous. A 50-50 booking is my worry here. She'd had a scruffy dog come back and got knocked down and lost at the end. Fine, if she'd had actually any comeback whatsoever. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I gave it a C. Yeah, I, I didn't hate it. I, I thought, it, you know, I thought it was fine. I, I did put one thing on here. Um, well, no, two things. I made myself chuckle by writing, Nyla likes finger food. <laughs> oh, God, I'm the worst. And the second thing is, I forgot how much I kayfabe hate Vicky Guerrero when she's outside of a ring screaming. I forgot that. I'm so happy to see her. I said this when she first came back. Every time it was me, I'd be like, her fucking voice. She's wonderful, but I hate her. But she's yeah. wonderful. I love her and hate her. <laughs> Apparently, someone was saying, the other, was it you who was saying you'd met her and she's lovely? 
Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Specifically you, yeah. At WrestleMania, yeah, yeah. she was she was amazing. Like, yeah. Loveliest person. Following on from there, Gun Club and Jungle Boy backstage segment. Uh, I'm tempted to say nothing burger again, but it's up to you guys. Uh, I at least like the fact apparently their entire new gimmick is 80s schoolboy uh, bullies from like those shows of uh, like, American TV shows where people are just extreme staring like oh, put him in the locker. Uh, I'm on board with it. It made me laugh, but it is mostly a nothing burger. You're right. It's a hundred percent a nothing. Um, but I, I don't know. I just enjoyed the fact that they were all pretty much in their pants running around the snow. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nothing. Um, following on from that, we had a Hangman in Ring interview. Now, when I wrote this, I wrote as it ha- I, I write as it happens. Yeah. Hangman in Ring interview. I was. I, I said to Raptor, I am tempted to write. Is interrupted by. Yeah, <laughs> because he is interrupted by Dan Lambert and Jake Roberts. Eventually, Lance comes out and a beat down on Page. Uh, thoughts and scores for the segment, guys. Mixed energies in this one. I quite liked Hangman at the start. Then Boomer Man came out. Then Jake started talking. I was like, yeah, Jake! But he didn't do any top-tier Jake stuff, sadly. It was a very mediocre Jake. He did roll his eyes when Lance went past him like a fucking steam train, which I sort of bought a bit of body language. I think they should move the bell table. I complained about people going through that bell table last week. And guess what happened this week? Once, like, I appreciate people go through tables. It's wrestling, but have a different spot when somebody's being inter- interrupted for a promo. Otherwise, fine. See, mm. largely unimpressed, but not didn't hate it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was, I was really unsure how to score this. Um, it was something. Um, it struggled at the beginning when Jake and uh, Dan come out because Jake was talking, which is great, apart from if anything else is going on, you can't hear him because he's got that low, gravelly, you know, ama- the voice is amazing, it's brilliant, it draws you in. But you've got to fucking hear it first. <laughs> and that was, So it took a little while to get into it, and, you know, there's a nice little bit where, yeah, Dan Lambert smashes Paige with a chair and he... No sells it. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I really... There's a couple of nice bits in it with a couple of... bit in it. And as soon as he got put through the table, I was like, Matt will mention this. What <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. table? I'd get a real one. Like, if I was... Solid oak. Yeah, you just show up one day. I'd just put your little blanket over it and be like, right, you fucks. Um, yeah, it was all right. Um... <laughs> I'm worried about Hangman's title reign at the minute. He seems the like he's better is, on the chase. Yeah, the, yeah, well, the problem is most baby faces are, and the, but the big problem is there's only one heel. That, well, there's two, but one of them isn't a heel, he's a face. Um, but there's only no. really one major heel that can, and it's the one who <gasps> takes the belt off him. And it's the one who's going to take the belt off him. Oh, you're thinking of completely different people to me, I think, Strange. I'm just oh, thinking M- oh. MJF is the only person, I think, that can save Hangman at the minute. The problem is, can't have MJF face Hangman now, because MJF would have to lose, and he's your most logical 
who's got a thousand wins under his belt, does a promo and match every week, is going on about his win numbers and now needs a win back against Hangman. Mm. More more from that later. More on that later. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I, I've not watched that yet, so I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, moving on. Matthew die inside. <laughs> MJF versus CM Punk. Oh, yeah, I thought you might have. This was not a short match. Oh, oh well, I said, you missed something. You missed something. Miss Jericho. Oh, was it the Ricky Starks? Chris Jericho giving himself a new nickname. Oh, Jericho's yeah. backstage promo. Sorry, I do. Yeah, apologize. there you go. Yeah. Jericho's backstage promo. He's giving himself a new nickname. You'll pick up on this, Mo. Every like few months, you'll be like, ah, now I'm this to sell T-shirts, obviously. This time, it's the influencer. Cool. Uh, we're going to have an inner circle in-ring segment with them. They used to be quite regular. You'd end up with one a month. We've had a break for a while where they'd come together and have like their family meeting in the ring. Oh, last time, it was a fake breakup where they had troubles and they got over it and they talked about it in the ring and they overcame their problems. This could be the final inner circle breakup, I guess. Uh, otherwise, like it didn't really hugely sell me on anything. It's just Jericho going, I, I'd like to be an influencer, and we have a segment next week. But uh, it's been a while since we've seen them be silly in the ring together. Yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. I, I, problem is, I think this is going to be a serious one, so I don't think it'll be as fun as the old ones. Sorry, Mo. Your thoughts? No, no, no. You crack on, crack on. Yes, no, that was, was that? literally it. <laughs> oh, right, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, hey, uh, name checks Kylie Jenner. Nothing more WWE than something like that. He said he's bigger than oh, yeah. Kylie Jenner. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he did. That's one of those famous people. Yeah. <laughs> from the interweb. <laughs> I, I was just I like, the one who, she is. I think she's the one from the advert where she gave a uh, a can of Pepsi to stop hate crime. You can look that up. Again, I'm sure he wants terrestrial telly, so... Don't. Don't yeah. look her up. Don't do it. Just don't. So, moving on. Okay. <laughs> now we are down to... Right, this one gets complicated. We are down to MJF versus CM Punk. MJF wins uh, by stoppage. Then the ref catches MJF cheating and restarts the match. And MJF wins by punching Punk with the diamond ring. What did you think of the match? What score did you give it? I will give my thoughts on this match afterwards. Match of 1,000 limb shots. 40 minutes. Uh, there are obviously going to be criticisms of this match, boys. Uh, would you believe? Uh, yeah, we open. Get into the crowd. Get it out early. Make them feel good. Uh, MJF has to remind us that he's a comedy wrestler by taking the in-between-the-ropes swing-up, uh, which was wonderful. I loved it. Uh, and it was a paste-beating of, uh, of MJF for the start. Um, and I said he's comedying it because he can't fucking help himself. He's from PWG. Ten minutes in and uh, MJF gets to control uh, things for a bit through a dodge just in time for the break heel control. You might hear this a bit through this review. Uh, break goes over. Punk obviously powers up and retakes control as the break ends, giving him a senzu bean. Uh, a rope knock lands Phil on his dick, letting MJF choke Punk with his wrist wrap, which was actually really quite clever and not something I've seen in quite some time. And I was like there. I was like, oh, the right ending. Giga heat, blah, blah, blah. I looked at it and went, oh, 20 minutes left. 
Match at this point did have a lot of very solid I go, you go energy. I beat you for five minutes. You beat me for five minutes. I, but not a lot of actual like wrestlings and counters and grapples, which is what I enjoyed the most in wrestling. Not to say it wasn't all tight and good in the ring. Then Punk did a mega beatdown, getting his uh, vengeance back uh, after the ta- you know, the bell goes back in, and it was really hot, and the crowd loved it. And uh, MJF retakes control for the break, getting more giga heat. Uh, Excalibur did a pancake advert that made me laugh. Not sure where that came from, but it was in the middle of this match. Then work stops Punk's submission, which I really liked when he was, whatever his fucking submission move is called. He was like, oh, my broken arm. And I was like, didn't work. Hooray! Started to lose a bit of pace, but they were actually fucking big dead energy, so that's okay. And they were actually having exchanges, which is nice. We are two-thirds into the match at this point, though. Um, MJF did a Made in Japan, which I always pop for, one of my favourite moves. Thank you, Shingo Tagaki. Uh, on to my second page's notes. Uh, Jesus, there's ten minutes left as MJF gets total heel control for the third pick in pick with a kick to the dick. Uh, MJF fucked up a ring, po- ring post figure four during the break, but the, he styled it out, the crowd laughed at it, and made him look like a heel. What didn't cost anything. Break ends returning the last reserves of Punk's fighting spirit, obviously. Uh, we even got some biting a la Goku whenever he's fighting somebody who's too hard for him, which, uh, a little weeb joke for me. That's Goku, taking a choke slam. Uh, <laughs> Punk did his giga finish, didn't ace it, is, pep- is it Pepsi Plunge? Pepsi plans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is nice. Wardlow came up and the women's demo goes up by 10%. For a face, a fake face turn. Which leads to the diamond ring, which leads to the win, which leads to MJF probably getting the most heat anyone's going to get for quite some time. So in summary, because I have to have an in summary at the end of this. Slow, I go, you go, start. Tight pick up for the last third and exchanges. Solid limb work and story energy throughout it with a double dose of mega heat ending. I gave it on Raw Wrestling High B. It was all tight. The wrestling itself was pretty good, but the pacing of the match for the majority of it was lazy, in my opinion. With all of the story work, where it's gone, the fact MJF's probably set up for heel for life now, and uh, I agree with him winning in both ways. Uh, I gave it an A. Really good. Nice piece of storytelling that will stick with the uh, company, and especially with MJF for a while. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. I really wasn't. I did enjoy this match. I'm going to caveat before I say something. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I enjoyed it. However, they're just felt like a lot of miscues, and I don't mean wrestling miscues, because the wrestling was tight as fuck, like, they work well together as far as I'm concerned, then, yeah, I'm more than happy to see them fight multiple times again, I'm, my original thought before coming in, before this match was one and done, cool, let, let them go their separate ways, actually, I, I'm happy for this to continue for a little bit longer, it probably won't, or there'll be some weirdness to it, but I'll, I'll be, I would be happy with it. It just, the pacing was weird for me. The match was too long without it being, without something substantial enough to keep it that length. Does that make sense? There wasn't 
there wasn't something big that really made you go fuck me about it. Um, I had some lovely work where um, MJF stamped on Punk's wrist on the uh, bell cable, the cable, because oh, yeah. and that looked brilliant because just the corner broke off, and yeah, there was a few little bits like that. It, it, the the start of it was great because MJF did need to have the shit kicked out of him. Um, just to make the crowd happy and get the crowd involved. And I love the bouncy, ropey, flippy back thing. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it's fucking great. I only gave it a B. I say only. B's really fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. But don't be down I, on your B. I, I wanted more from it. I don't know what. And I wanted um, Wardlow to do something else. Yeah. Yeah, I know they went to the... Uh, replay at the end and showed him handing MJF the ring and so he kept up the heel side of that great it didn't feel right it didn't feel like he was still a baddie I don't know I, I'm just struggling with I think next it. week is in Wardlow's hometown or was that last week that was last week it was you're right sorry yeah, ignore me and that's the thing, they could have done it properly last week. It would have been great last week. It would have been, and the, the, the fucking crowd would have been on it. And I sound really down for giving something a B. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's Max plus one. You've got great. story. You're wrestling. But I wanted to talk about this forever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Morg. Morg, it's got a D. It's got a fucking D. Of course it got a D. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, this would have got an S. So I, I am going to preface everything I'm about to say with one thing. This would have got an S if they hadn't done the double, um, the double finish thing because it broke the pace oh, yeah. for me. Would have been a better finish. I, I've written B there because I had a spoiler and New Punk was losing. I didn't know how, but I'd had the spoiler off. Um, off YouTube, so I knew Punk was losing. So I and I gave yeah, it a B because it was solid. Um, I would have given this an S, and the right guy won. My issue with this going forward, and you know your Wardlow face turn that you're looking forward to. Yeah, you can chuck that in the bin because that ain't happening until next year. This is long, going to be long, slow, and this proved that to me. Now we're going to forget about the Wardlow face turn, and it's not going to happen until the Diamond Ring. Battle Royal next year, in my opinion. Maybe. MJF has a problem at the minute, and this is this is where my rant is. I was talking about it to you guys earlier, and I've looked at the time. We've got time for me to do it. MJF needs to fucking lose properly, real fucking quick. He was the right person to win here. He should never have fucking beaten Derby. Derby, and when Wardlow turns on him, because I think that's going to be his big loss. Wardlow be better fucking kill him. And I mean, literally, remember you were saying about watching a man die in the ring, Strange? Yeah. Because the issue with MJF at the minute is you have this obnoxious, shit-eating heel and Tony Khan booking him all (laughs) the time to win. And he never gets his comeuppance. He's not turning into the greatest heel of all time. He is turning into Stephanie McMahon. If MJF (laughs) doesn't fucking lose properly soon... He is Stephanie McMahon. And I am starting I'm... to dislike the booking of MJF, who is the only heel I currently really like for being an actual heel. And the I'm right going to disagree with you because all of his wins are dirty. So, That's uh... the problem. He never gets his comeuppance. 
Yeah, he needs his comeuppance and done with you. Yeah, uh, that's the issue. And it should come from Wardlow. <laughs> yeah, so Wardlow, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, Max, you know, uh, you've had a good run, mate, but Wardlow has to kill you. Um, my rant is about yeah, MJF's sorry. booking. I feel that he never gets his comeuppance. I think that they're, they're too keen on him being their giga heel. Yeah, I got yeah. But I gave the match an A. It would have got an S. God, yeah. this was good. I fucking loved everything <laughs> about this. Um, the heel transitions didn't bother me. It all fit in the match for me. It was perfect. Um, everything was just so good. It, and yeah, the right guy. And oh, winning in Chicago. Max, Punk's lost in Chicago before. It's not like the big, big, but they have made it so important. And yeah, this is really good. Right. What's our overall score, Mr. Strange? Oh, we got an A, a couple of Bs and a bank of Cs. Here's, uh, here's this week's. Uh, there they are. Oh, it's quite obviously a high C. It feels good for a high C. Mm. Oh, it's, a, it's a nice positive <laughs> one. <laughs> a third box too. <laughs> right. This third picture. <laughs> it's getting saved. So the yeah, inmates... high C. Good week. <laughs> so the inmates are about to run the asylum because I haven't watched oh. the page and I won't be watching. Oh, it oh you can cover your ears. Oh. So yeah, I'm I, 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 I'm going to leave you two guys alone for a bit. Okay. Oh, fucking no! Where are you? <laughs> Do you really Hello? need them? <laughs> oh dear! It's time for the rapid rampage review. Or the we've always called it that. Uh, Taz, Excalibur, and Jericho on the commentary. No Starks this week because he's in a match. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna. Uh, there we are. Oh, thank God, Adam Cole. I didn't think I'd make it if I didn't see him in a fucking show this week. And a promo and a match this week. Awesome. Uh, we open with Adam Cole versus Uno. Adam Cole obviously wins with the boo. No, with the boom, no intro for Uno. Did write down solid, though, well-paced, not too one-sided, but then Adam Cole just fucking won. Another three minutes of my fucking life gone. Then he shouted to the people about all the people he'd beaten uh, for, the, for four minutes, which is longer than the match. What do they all have in common, these people I've beaten? I don't know, Adam Cole, maybe they're all bigger than you? You know? Fucking noodly little bastard. It was a dark match. I don't know why he's so over. I watched Jim Cornette review his match with Orange Cassidy. Listen to. They said, Orange Cassidy doesn't look like a wrestler. He looks like a man who goes to the gym sometimes a week who's in shape. But Adam Cole does look like a wrestler. Yeah, Adam Cole has long hair. <laughs> Fuck! Even though, you know, Orange Cassidy is more ripped than him. I'm not even against small wrestlers. I don't want to sound like the man who's shouting about flippy shitters. I love Phoenix, Ricochet, Will Ospreay before he discovered Japanese steroids. This man is not a fucking giga wrestler. The only reason he's popular is because when NXT started failing, because they were losing to AEW, he came over! Why? Sorry, um, I gave this a D. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> I, I uh, gave, yeah, 
think, like, I mean, there's not much to it. I was actually fairly impressed that Uno got as much offense in as he did. It was really nice, like, hanging neck break and stuff. Like, there was a couple of bits. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I gave it a low C. I didn't give it a D. It wasn't that bad. Fuck you. Yeah, I, a good it doesn't matter, what, doesn't matter what the fuck I say. <laughs> uh, no, it doesn't. Right, we'll you are, you are right, quickly, sorry, you are 100% right about why the fuck was his promo or his chat longer yeah. than that. Bullshit. Bullshit. Then Jay did a promo we could do with a week off her as well. Sammy yeah. versus Cassidy. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? Yeah, Sammy versus Cassidy. Yeah. Uh, Sammy wins with the GTH. I hate all go-to-sleep moves and think they look terrible, but here we are. No intro for Cassidy. That's a bit harsh. Uh, and we actually get a nice flippy cruiserweight start. It was all right. Yeah. Uh, some shenanigans allow Hardy to uh, give Cassidy the heel control for the break. Break ends, resetting Sammy's health bar for his comeback. Andrade walk out, lets Cassidy do a really cool swinging backbreaker thing. Yeah. That was nice and new. I like that. Uh, continue with some solid cruiserweight stuff. It was good. Sammy wins. See? Yeah, no, I, I, I gave it a high C. I really enjoyed it because there was a lot of the rib work. You know, there was a lot of oh, there was, there was a lot of psychology, I guess, inverted commas behind it. Um, and yeah, I, I gave it a high C. I, I would happily watch them two fight again. Um, he's now getting called Sammy Two Belts to me. I, I can't see him as anything else now because uh, his nipples are nearly covered by his second belt. Momo, you're going to enjoy some of the uh, reasons that people started watching AEW and some of the ratings. So there, there used to be these guys who were on the show between the uh, before the Undisputed Era just fucking arrived. <laughs> anyway, then all the heels line up to beat up Sammy and Darby ran out to save him and he stared at one of the titles. And it was respectful, but it's nice. It'd be nice. To... I think Darby is a better champion than Sammy. I like Sammy. He's fine and good, but Darby has more of that champion-y charisma, shall we say. Yeah, and... Um... People are behind Sammy. Uh, yeah. yeah. I think the belt would look better on Derby, though. In terms of the crowd will absolutely go fucking yeah, mental yeah. every time he comes out. That's I mean, he, he hasn't lost it that long, which is uh, sad, but um, Mork's turned his camera to look elsewhere. He's put the yeah. on. <laughs> That's the time. Right, QT then shit talked Hook to put him over, and he's going to fight his newcomer. Whatever. Nothing yeah. burger. Statlander promo. She's forgotten she's an alien now. That was her gimmick. Um, Chris, no longer an alien. Statlander. Yeah, just no longer an alien. Um, and her cadence in her promo game has... I complained that Statlander wasn't the first TBS champion because I think she helped carry this company at the start, especially through COVID. She's one of their original rising ones and she definitely deserves a title at some point. Her cadence in this shows that she's not ready for weekly big promo game to me. It was fine, but... Uh, and then Hirsch decked her with a chair, and I was like, yeah, go on, Hirsch, I fucking love you. The little Russian wrecking ball that she is. I, I put all hail the Red Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I order from there, we move on to uh, Mercedes Martinez versus Thunder Rosa. Rosa wins by Mercedes disqualifying herself, which is okay. The Butcher and the Blade used to be mercenaries who beat people up. Right, yeah. They'd get hired for a match, and they wouldn't be like, oh, we're, we're not here to win, we're here just to fucking smash the, the APA. 
Always pound an ass. Uh, <laughs> that's aged badly, hasn't it? It really has. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so... This doesn't bother me. It seemed a bit out of nowhere. The promo afterwards helped sell it. We get a nice aggressive start, and it's all Rosa. Rosa's just fucking kicking shit out of her. Mercedes claims her heel control just before the break starts, which is unusual. Uh, but Rosa said to never to go down that route, uh, same route energies every match, decides to actually do some fighting in the heel spot, which is good. I get bored where one person just beats the other for the break spot, but on the other hand, Rosa has just been kicking her ass all the way through. Uh, anyway, we get a solid back and forth, if a little disjointed at the end. And then Rosa hit Wolf with a pipe. Sorry, Mercedes hit Rosa with a pipe. And it... Uh, Gabe, a C? I, gave, oh, I did not enjoy this match. It wasn't great, was it? No. And I just went... So, literally, the first thing I wrote down... Um, well, I obviously for who the fuck they are, and the fact that I didn't realise it was Mercedes' uh, first match. Yeah. Um, so I was like, cool, it's her first match. This is going to be cool. Um, I was like, shit, she does look fucking scary. When she yeah, sat exactly. there with her face on, she looked scary as fuck. And I put, how, how did WWE fuck her up? Right, then. Uh, <laughs> she did <laughs> fuck all and got the shit kicked out of yeah. her for an entire match. Didn't look strong. Even when she had some offense in, it was so short-lived. that it, I, I get Thunder Rose is a big thing. I get that. Yeah. She just annihilated this, this did fuck all. Fuck all for Mercedes. And then she patted her with a pipe. I chuckled at it, not because she hit someone with a pipe or anything, just because I was like, hey, at least she's done something. Yeah, <laughs> like, at least that's... Oh. Uh, give me their D-Lemo. I hated it. I hated it. <laughs> Bruce is going to become your fucking Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. It was nothing to do with her. Oh, she's really, a... it was the booking. It was so shit. But I'll give I'll, it a wait. <laughs> I was confused. Uh, right, then Deep did a promo. She's a wolf now or something. That didn't make a lot of sense, but we'll skip it. She's a very good wrestler. I hate wolf comparisons. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it doesn't bring the furries in, we're all right. <laughs> uh, right, then Tony interviewed Mercedes to explain what's coming on. Britt comes out to explain the previous match, which is nice. Uh, more of a hint of our wonderful Golden Lioness, Jamie Hater. Beautiful thing that she is. Uh, it, we're getting a storyline for the Whammons. They need that. Mostly, it's mostly here's the women's three minutes. So we'll see where that goes. Then uh, Mark Henry interviewed Lethal and Hobbs and Stark. Hobbs has kept that coat. Ah, he's beautiful. Uh, and Lethal's got big dad energy. This interview was nothing special. Right. Lethal versus Hobbs. Starks wins with the Rochambeau. And what a Rochambeau it was. Lovely catch out of nowhere. Uh, we got a collar and elbow start. They grappled. They did some fucking wrestling and actually moved and counted each other. Oh, my heart was filled with wrestling joy. Strong style flowed from the intro. Uh, Starks doing his petulant man-child thing he does, all of his taunts. Yes, Mohawk. He is listening now. He's, he's only skipped the first match. And it was very even. Lots of grappling, lots of moves. 
I had a shocked face to Hobbs' side when he dropped out of Hobbs' and he brought him and he went, I was like, yes, that man is a wall and I love him. Uh, Jay also gently saved a man's phone before decking Ricky, which he so carefully took it off him, I laughed. Uh, and then we just got some lovely wrestling and came to wrestling near the finish. Uh, which went into a beautiful Liger bomb from Starks. Um, Hobbs wipes out Lethal at one point by dodging a Tobe, but then Dante arrives to attack him, so their story's continuing on. Didn't bother the match too much for me. It was, I don't know why it was there, but it didn't hurt anything. Um, the lethal injection catch into the Rochambeau was very close to snapping a man's neck, I think, but also fucking amazing, because it was so close to snapping a man's neck. I only gave this a high C slash B, but going back through it, I'm going to give it a B, because this filled my heart with actual wrestling. I, from me, dog. I love this. So this brought this brought uh, Rampage back around for me. Uh, By the time I got to here, I was very just like, I know this is only an hour show, but this has been a long hour, is yeah, what yeah. I was feeling like. I, I absolutely loved it. Um, like you said, the... The, the phone where it was locked out when he's trying to take a video of people. Like, it was, it was funny. Yeah. How he managed to get that phone back without it getting exploded, I have no idea. Yeah, no. Um, I love the, the Hobbs uh, where he dodged Lethal, but he didn't just move out of his way. He also then went... Yeah. <laughs> and smooshed him into the floor. Beautiful. Lovely. I thought either his sort of interference or Dante Martin's sort of coming out was actually going to affect the match in some way but it really didn't uh, it had no, no relevance there. it just happened to be a thing um, the beginning when you were saying about the collar and elbow tie up the one thing I noticed it was like Ricky Starks I'm pretty sure was putting pressure points or something on Jay Lethal it looks proper painful for just a fucking collar and elbow tie up like, I, 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 literally wrote, I, I just went do they hate each other in real life? I've written that down. Because that shouldn't be something that looks painful. Very <laughs> should. It's the most important part. Of, literally, my two wrestling classes they went to, they went, make sure you look like you're fucking grappling. And I went, oh. There was, uh, a, there was an amazing belly to belly. Oh, yeah. The leaf fuck over. And, and that looked fucking beautiful. So well done. Yeah, absolutely. I am very much on uh, Ricky Starks. I, I am all for it. Um, I put, oh yeah, I also put, is the FTW um, belt far more important than Sammy Guevara's belt? Why was this on last, technically? <laughs> oh, shit. I need to finish that last plot about the belt because Brian Cage fucked up uh, with his social media shittery. Uh, essentially, there was a plot where Brian Cage had the belt. Leaves Team Taz with the belt. They cheat to get it back. Brian Cage is building to be the babyface to get his revenge. Then him and his missus said he was being badly used on Twitter, and he's obviously just letting his contract run out. So they had, I'm the babyface. We're the heels. Break away. Oh, we've beaten you. And he never had his comeback, and he's just gone. <laughs> Which is it's terrible, and I shouldn't be laughing at it. But it's also... <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I think they want to try and make it relevant in the way that the FTW belt has ever really been relevant. It's Taz's meme. Oh, B from you. B. B from me. Da, 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 da. Rampage is a C. We got two C's, two D's, a B. It was 
and Retallica with our turtle thing. That's the overall week of C. We had some highlights, we had some lowlights. It was a very okay week in wrestling. It felt better in places than a C, though. It was a really weird week. Really yeah, weird. Because there was a lot of, I'm bored, is this happening again? Are you back, more? Can you I hear us? Back. I, I am back. I am totally back. I guess you came back at the point I started shouting about strong style from your wonderful <laughs> I just says macho man. So I've got my, um, I, I'm running out of wrestling t-shirts to wear on the show. They're going to have to start going through them again. And I can't find my Sheeda t-shirt, which is very... You know what, I'm not running out of. <laughs> Dragable Z. Right, um, orange Dragable Z. If, if you're running out of tops, especially as you're goth as well, um, you'll have plenty of black t-shirts. Do the easy thing. Just make up up. You can wear a black top like Dan Housen. It's the easiest <laughs> way, mate. Um, right. Yeah. Roller coaster of wrestling quality this week, boys. Mm. So, uh, now it's time where we've answered any questions we've been sent. Again, we haven't got any. Please send us some questions. You can send them to wrestleopinionated at gmail.com. WrestleOP on Facebook. WrestleOP1 on Twitter. Or you can join the Twitch stream and ask your questions live and properly throw us off the game. So... Let me... We haven't got a discussion this week, other than uh, Mo's excellent suggestion of who is your favourite wrestler who wears makeup and why is it Danhausen? Um, so I've got. Enter still exists. I've got. <laughs> that, if you don't see enough of it, to me he's a masked wrestler. You see. Yeah. He oh, just has skeleton teeth. Yeah, I just three pentaries of. A masked wrestler rather than a made-up one. You know, I didn't realise there were <laughs> semantics to this. <laughs> Bit of wrestling, damn it! <laughs> so, it's been a week of rumours and things, and I was sitting there and thinking about things, and I started coming up with who I think is going to kick this forbidden door open before I heard all the hype. So I'm going to pitch you two gentlemen with a little bit of fantasy booking... I, I am currently the wrestler opinionated, undisputed fantasy booking champion. It's true, I'm the prediction champion. God yeah. damn it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to try and get your two's agreement on this piece of booking. Now, okay. firstly, for Strange, because Mo hasn't witnessed this, and, and I did, I, I warned the guys about this earlier. There has to be a lights out in this one. I can't not do this one without. I know that the lights go out, the music hits is, has been one of my staples, but there is no way I can do this without the lights going out. It is required. Okay, so quick bit of um, history to where we are in storylines. Hangman does not lose to MJF, his belt. He loses his belt to Malachi Black. Okay. After Malachi Black that. is aided by Lance Archer, who then joins the House of Black, Julia Hart having already joined. So, that is where we are standing at the minute. Okay, okay. I've got, I've okay. got my, uh, my setting precedent. Okay, so uh, there's a reason I want Lance Archer in there. You'll understand that later. Right, okay. okay, so um, we have a situation where the Dark Order are repeatedly getting hassled and attitude from the House of Black. And this moves over into the respect of even the BTE segments. Um, the House okay. of Black just Double keeps meta. running over them. And they don't even get, there's no comedy. They don't even get to do the BTE segments. So we're Ridiculous. after as much heel heat as we can possibly get on the House of Black. 
Um, Julia Hart is interfering in any Ty Conti or any um, Anna Jay match. And all the way through, we're getting uh, Malachi Black cutting promos about how you are weak. You don't deserve to be. You call yourself the Dark Order. Obviously, this is much more Malachi Black and not me. So that, you know, spooky lights and all the, the quiet, understated speaking and not letting anybody else in the stable speak because they don't need to when you've got Malachi. Um, and it's all about you are weak, you are leaderless, you are nothing. All the way through. And yeah, I want a little bit of that um, real life heat. Now, we keep negative one and um, Mrs. Brody Lee away from this, but you do. We get... could put negative one through the uh, the bell table. <laughs> I was tempted. Fuck them kids. But you know, <laughs> so I, I'm thinking we keep them away. But there's definitely um, a lot of underlying. You've got no leader. You're nothing. You have just become a joke. You have nothing. You have nobody. And God, obviously, pages out, um, etc. After, because you know, break after being the champion. And we get to a point where every time the Dark Order try and have a match or do anything, they just get wrecked by the House of Black. And the House of Black. So Malachi Black um, appears in the ring, um, does his usual spooky appearance after they've just completely laid waste to the entire of the Dark Order who were having a match against the best friends, which was actually just supposed to be a friendly little rivalry to try and get a shot at the Tag Team Championships. And the whole of the Dark Order have been completely laid out. And Black's cutting his same promo he's been cutting every time. When the lights go out. Thank you. <laughs> and then the screen comes up, but it's just like a static sort of that white noise static thing. And just at the end of that, just as it finishes and that light goes out, we just hear like a whoop noise. Just like a sort of whoop. And the crowd are like, whoa. And then in the entranceway, the lights don't come back up, but there's just a lantern sat in the entranceway. Right. Got it. <laughs> and Black looks at this, lights go out, usual thing, lights come up, Black is over, and he gets there and the lantern's gone. Cut to the next week, uh, House of Black are having a match uh, against the Dark Order, and um, Lance is in against Ten, and lights go out. And again, we hear that static and then as the lights come back up ken is not standing there standing there is titan previously known as braun Strowman, in a black sheep mask lights go out lights come back up behind um brody king is rowan arms folded big beard under a white sheep mask Lights go out. We hear the noise one last time. The lights go back up. Nobody is in the ring except for Malachi Black sitting there. Sorry, Malachi Black held by former Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda, in the Sister Abigail, 
at which point he drops the sister Abigail, lights go out, lights come up, I'm just black, lying in the ring. That is my debut for The Family. I have what, one problem with your... Everything to do with it except for one, one issue. It might seem like this is a core issue, but that's literally just their WWE gimmick. And they... Whereas they could be IRS's family who played the Dark Order through tax shenanigans. <laughs> Two bailiffs and IRS too. I'd slightly be on board for that. No. Uh, <laughs> so is the family taking over the Dark Order, or is this just a the Dark Order means to an end? They're just they are just the. To be honest, what I want to see is Bray Wyatt cut promos versus Malachi Black. And what I want to see is Lance Archer versus Braun Strowman. If If I'm being completely honest, that's all I... I don't know if you'll get Strowman after he did all that shit talking of Brody after he left WWE and then died. Ooh. I forgot about that. Yeah. Ginger Man showed up for his funeral thing and he's lovely. I, I like large redhead man. Uh, I don't think you'll get Choo Choo. You like large red-headed. <laughs> I, I do. I, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, I like uh, Eric Redmayne, I think he's known yeah. as on the indie yeah. circuses. And he looks great. And his poor little crying when he came out to see Brody's funeral episode was real sad. I don't think you'll get Big Bad uh, Train himself. <laughs> With one of the most um, embarrassing things to happen. I think this, it works well. This is also completely lifted from those um, video promos that are online that we didn't know yeah. whether they were fake or not. That's that's the other reason why they're in the masks and they just appear. I think bringing them out as the two secret members of the Dark Order who've been like enforcers who've been there in the shadows all the time, like the season two oh. villains of an anime, uh, is wonderful. We've been here waiting, watching. We had no problem with what they were doing, but now you've overstepped the mark, so we're here. I'd probably shift the... the... Yeah, there you go. The real leader turns. Well, you can't have him as the real leader, or the new leader. Oh, yeah, they just go, we're staying until this problem is solved. Like, you guys weren't doing great, but you were still building a family and supporting each other, which was actually the true message of the Dark Order. But now someone's fucking with that, so we're going to break their fucking legs. Wonderful. I would not go with the sheep mask. I'd bring back the old Dark Order mask, but personalise oh, them yeah. and make them specifically creepy. Yeah, no, you, you yeah, yeah. I would, yeah, the Dark Order mask. I like the the addition. You can always do the good old-fashioned off-screen beatings as well, where yeah. you know, a couple of weeks of members are just getting taken out, and okay. then eventually it comes out that it's the, the big lads, <laughs> if you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, yeah, I, I would be. Totally but one day, too. Brody is just not there for this next beatdown or whatever. No, I've got you. Build the pace. Yeah. I think you could combine the old Dark Order, what they wanted to be, but sadly, as opposed to creepy, they came across as a pack of people with gimps. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and with what they became, with the cult thing they used to have. Yeah. Well, if you want to go, because I don't think you can do Supernatural in AEW. I think Malachi Black is about the level of Supernatural we're allowed. And even then, it's all explainable. He's just very good at seeing where he's walking when we turn the lights out. 
And this is going to sound fucking hilarious, but go with me, uh, because I just want to tie it back to my first bullshit. Technically, we could just have Bray be from the accounts and tax division <laughs> of the Dark Order, <laughs> and he could still be IRS's son, because he is. Mm. <laughs> you know, just I... A spooky office, and he's just doing some paperwork, just this giant shadow. Yeah, Sorry, I, no. I really want to see um, John Silver and maybe a couple of the other guys. When they're starting to get the shit kicked in by um, the House of Black, um, they start wearing night vision goggles everywhere they go. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. And that's the only way they can like not get the shit kicked out of them. I would be up for that, and I'll be up for the visual of that greenness in the fucking... I think you've got a couple of jokes. You could have them leave ten by the light switch as well the first time. I'd be like, just watch the fucking lights, but then he gets beaten up by Brody or whatever, or unexpected land. Watch the lights and they can't go out on us. There are so many, yes. Cause, uh, yeah, you've yeah. got to keep that, that comedy going, which obviously the the house of black, because it would be good straight men as well for that uh, comedy. Yeah. Right. Unless there's anything else, I do believe that's our show. Back IRS. <laughs> We'd like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting the podcast. You can find us at Wrestle Opinionated on Anchor.fm, Spotify, YouTube, and Twitch. Over to you, Mo. Thank you, I'm Mohausen. Still not fired. You're welcome. Mo moment. Mo moment. Oh, God. Oh, me. I am the yeah, moment. You are, you are this moment this week, yeah. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, please like, share, subscribe, hit the little bell button, write a comment, do whatever it is on Spotify and Anchor, uh, and whatever it is on Twitch. Click the little... What does Twitch have, Morgan? Don't watch... Just come on to Twitch and say hello. Ah, do that. Uh, and if you don't do that, you're a bore fr- uh, bad friend and your mother will die in her sleep tonight. Uh, unless you pass this video on to 12 friends. <laughs> Me part the show. <laughs> We're live. I'm not editing this shit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> All that's left to be said is goodbye and good night.